whatever is possible to to help the team win. Everybody's available. All the arms are available, and you know we we got to do a better job with people on base if if we want to stay alive. Great moments are born from great opportunity, and that's what you have here tonight. It is a, um, you have to excuse my friend, he's got a burger in his mouth. It is a Wednesday edition of the Jack Michael Show on 740 The Fan, 740TheFan.com, and the fifth largest daytime signal in the United States of America. And all of those different states and provinces are hearing me tear into what is the, I thought the, I thought the burgers at, at B-Dubs were good before. And where are the Buffalo Wild Wings, by the way? The South Fargo, 42nd Street location. Watch party going on. If you've been tuning into the fan today, you know that we got a Twins watch party, special things going on later on today. Got a couple of our proper our stations that are going to be here broadcasting live. And, you know, it's all you can eat. Wings, it's happy hour, 3 to 6, 9 to close. I mean, tall drafts, beer specials, all of that. But I just ordered, Derek, by the way, the lunch, and, and we're going to bring Catherine in in a second. And, Catherine, we've been broadcasting live. b does been such a good partner when you come out and do live shows and, and promote big events, and every day is a big event at b does. So, Derek, Catherine's like, what are, you, what are you thinking for lunch? I said, hi. And we started talking about tater tots and my affection for tater tots. She goes, well, we have tater tots. I'm like, that's right, you do. The tater tots, Derek, I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. how you perfectly make a tater tot, but I just sent you a picture. Yeah, yeah. Right? Looks pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. And and then then the burger comes. And the burger, I just, and mine, of course, with all my allergies, I get it, Jack. All right, you can't eat half the things on there. So mine's in on cheese and, and, and patty and bread. What have you done with the, the, the burgers? Seem a little, it's phenomenal. Catherine, hi. How you doing, by the way? I'm doing great. I know How it's a yourself? sports show, but I love chatting about food right out of the gate here at b does. But we, we flattened this out a little bit. We did. So our burgers are now hand-smashed on our flat-top grill. So oh. I don't know. There's something about the hand-smashed burger oh. that gets crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside. I yeah. love it. And, Derek, it, 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 it kind of extends past the bun. So, uh, yeah, anyway, so we're at Buffalo. Well, you got to have more meat than the bun. That's exactly Can't have right. it be too small. We're at B-Dubs today, <laughs> broadcasting live. Yes, we all know the Twins did not win yesterday, which is unfortunate. But the, the good news is the Minnesota st- uh, Twins are still playing today, and uh, it's game four. And if you win today, you can force game five Friday. And if you get to Friday, you can give the ball back to Pablo Lopez. And the last time he threw, he went right through Houston, and uh, it was nothing, and they won the game. Derek Hansen earlier today, Catherine, as we know. Derek, you brought up something today on KFGO Radio that I think also, if we're going to sell a little bit, and we're not going to – you're not going to be fool's gold here, but we're going to sell you some history. Derek, you brought something up, and you can explain this, uh, going back in Twins history, that don't don't let your heart be troubled here just because they got 9-1 spanked. There's some history, Derek, yeah. which would say that, 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 that maybe history is on the Twins' side. Well, I mean, this happens, right? I mean, if you're down and your back's against the wall, you think about, 1991, I remember that, uh, was a Wednesday night? or Well, I think it was game three. The Twins almost went 3-0, and right? And I think Rick Aguilera was a 
at last ditch effort to go and get be a pinch hitter for Tom Kelly, and he almost got a base hit because <laughs> he was it wasn't a bad hitter. And then the next night they lost a tough one. Then Thursday night for Game Five, they got drilled fourteen to five against the Atlanta Braves. So everyone's going, yes. "Oh my heavens!" Travel day Friday, come back. We all know the hist- you know the rest of the story there. Game six, Kirby Puckett. Game seven, Oops. Jack Morris. And so it happens. Two thousand two, I was at the game, the two games at the Metrodome when, you know, I think it was Barry Zito just baffled the Minnesota Twins six to three. They win Game three, Game four. Backs against the wall. They come out and they get the win. Go out to uh, Oakland, Game Five. They go on to the American League Championship Series, only to lose the Angels. So it's been done before, and it all starts tonight by getting the job done. And hopefully, Joe Ryan can go. My biggest thing is, and boy, I really was wrong. I didn't think that Sonny Gray would get touched up in the first inning like that. That that just shocked me. Now, if Joe Ryan's going. I know you have all hands on deck, but, man, if he's dealing, don't go pull Jose Barrios. That's my biggest fear here. If he's not, well, then you have everyone in the arsenal to get it done. Right. Let the game dictate it. I'm with you on that. Oh, yeah, man. Just- Did you hear Danny D- Gladden? He was, he was like, he was shutting our buddy Chris because <laughs> Chris was like, everyone's in. Four innings by him. He goes, no, if he can go seven, go seven. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it's got to be tough. There, there's that sense of it's, a, it, it's like if I'm – if I'm getting close to what I think is closing, what's closing time for Buffalo Wild Wings? Like 2 1 1? Yeah, usually 1 2 a.m., but if the game's on late, we'll keep it open as long as <laughs> See, we can. I'm not racing to just shove a burger into my face because I know Catherine will like, hey, don't rush it. You're good. Enjoy your burger. Let that go. We're, we're here. We're here still for you. We're not going anywhere, yeah, we're not, so we're here for a while. We're not going anywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Derek, and, and you're right. On Sunny Gray, that, that's just it's baseball. You know, Houston's locked in. They obviously had a plan. They saw it probably better than the Twins saw Christian Javier yesterday. Didn't look like the, the Twins hitters could see it well in the afternoon, and they were chewed up. And right. I know both teams are playing in the same shadows and sunlight, but both pitchers aren't identical. So, you know, there were a lot of things yesterday. The good news is today is a new day. Uh, Seth Stones from Twins Daily will we'll swing by the program here in a little bit, we'll talk more about that. But as I mentioned, we're at B-Dubs in South Fargo on 42nd Street. How popular is this place? I got here well before 11 o'clock in the morning. And to Catherine's point, you know, the doors outside say, you know, open at 11. And they are. You know, I don't want a mad rush at 9 o'clock expecting B-Dubs to be open. But, like, the lot, I'm like, I, there were, like, nine cars over here, a couple of trucks. I'm thinking, this is what B-Dubs do. People wait for the doors to open. And then you, I think someone just said, you know what, it's 5 to 11. Let's just let these people well, yeah, that's because we have our great lunch special starting at $11, and that includes a drink. A so lot- you can have that delicious all-American burger for 11 bucks. This might be one of the better burgers, Derek, I've, I've tasted. Again, hand smash, is that how you say that? Hand smash. Hand smash. So uh, uh, today, uh, we're calling this a watch party, too. Uh, <laughs> poor Amber, our conduit, yesterday we were thinking, okay, because what Twins fans knew yesterday going in, and we talked about it on the program, Derek, is that uh, – it depended on what Baltimore and Texas did as to what time today's game was going to be. So right now was either going to be this massive let's rock and roll, Catherine. You're, you know, you're bringing your son. How old is he? He is 13 months. Well, put a headphones on him and. <laughs> oh no, he loves sound. He's okay, all so good he's for good that. about sound. So, so we would have been rocking and rolling right now, ready for the Twins start at one. Instead. Texas closed out their series with Baltimore that pushed the Twins game to 6 o'clock tonight, a little bit after that. So what it's done, though, for B-dubs and, and for us is that you can make this at 11 a.m. or now noon 
all the way to, to closing time today. You can get the lunch special you speak so highly of. Stick around. Happy hour starts at 3, and then you got the tall drink specials on that, and then you got another happy hour at 9. Yep. And, and there's no time limit how long you can spend at B-Dubs, right? Oh, no, you can stay here all day long. We have our fourteen ninety nine. all you can eat wings, too, all day, so you can try to break the record. I've heard someone ate 60 earlier today, so. Derek, all you can eat oh, wings. Heavens. Now, let's be honest here. A bad I, idea I, I for me. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, and man, get, uh, so a tradi- good number. Yeah, traditional Chipotle barbecue. That uh, sounds good to me. So. Ooh, good. that is good. You should try Chipotle barbecue on your tater tots next time. Hmm. Interesting. Add yeah, the just dry seasoning. We'll put that dry seasoning right on there? That's good. I know she said Ooh, that to Derek. That sounds really allergy smart. Sufferer. <laughs> you got your mayo to dip your got, dinner got, thoughts, so you're got, good. You got your mayo. My You'll big, be happy with that. My biggest thing when I go there is when I get appetizers, I can't decide on the chips and the queso, the chili queso, or the, the pretzel uh, knots. Man, Ooh, that's Both tough. are good. I know. They're so good. It's, it's ridiculous. I like the queso, but you got to make the queso wild. Yeah. So yeah. what you do is you get the pico on the side, and you have wild sauce on the side, and you make it a little spicy. Mm, there you go. All things that would kill Jack Michaels, but it's really right. good. But oh, yeah. I'd enjoy watching you eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I would take joy in, in that. Over there. You know, Buffalo Wild Wings kind of taken on life of its own, you know, and, and it's not like you guys have to reinvent things, and, and people know what to expect when they come to B-dubs, and you got, I don't know, do we know how many states you have B-dubs in? Well, for our franchise, we have North Coast, South Dakota, Minnesota, but there's beat-ups all across the nation and even international. It's absolutely phenomenal. And the sauces that you talk about and the wings that you talk about, and, and I know the wings are, you know, that's the thing. Everybody's locked into their, their wings. But, again, the burgers and everything else you serve. And I don't know if you've added more plasma TVs in here since a lot. We have. Since last time you are here, we've yeah. added more TVs. We have over 90 TVs, 11 satellites. So any game you're looking for, we'll have it on. And we have big screens. Yeah. We don't do the projectors. We do the big screens for the better quality. Derek, the one that I'm sitting underneath right now, we had a drive-in movie theater in Williston. is out by Spring Lake Park. About the same size as that drive-in movie. This thing is a big... That is over 140 inches, 160 inches. That is phenomenal. And that's where you can come. When you come to the watch party, and come this afternoon and come today. Now, we're in the South Fargo location, 42nd Street South. Uh, and there, there's not a bad spot. There's so many ample areas to sit. So whether you're a group of 4, 10, 15, 2 of you, maybe you're going to ask your, your better half to marry her tonight when the Twins score their first run. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. What if they didn't score? <laughs> You'd be troubled if they didn't score. But I think they're. <laughs> well, let's hope that they can score yeah. tonight and win yeah, and for the push sake, game five. For the sake of that person. Uh, so Sesto's coming up around the corner. We'll talk more with Catherine today about what's happening at, at B-Dubs and again, the watch party. Now, we have tickets later today that we're drawing for. And it's kind of neat because we'll have, you know, the Twins tickets. Now, we'll see. those probably are going to be good either for 20 next year this season, who knows? The championship series that that, that too is uh, is uh, is part of the equation. So, and we can't just osmosisly send them through the air. So physically, uh, it'd be probably behoove people to to swing. swing yes, by stop on in for happy hour. Enjoy some three dollar tall beers. We also have queso and pretzels on our happy hour food menu, or Pretzel, get the all you can eat wings. The uh, Catherine's got a tad bit of German in her, and our, our colleagues at the station on KFGO, our sister station, were in Wishick today for sauerkraut day, Derek. I don't know if you caught that. I'm sure you did, as you know. No. Yeah, well, I didn't catch much of it, but, man, I sure want some sausage out of the deal. But anyway, yeah, that's a... <laughs> 
<laughs> I know we I know we're going heavy food on the gate. I mean yes. B dubs for goodness sakes. I mean come on. Uh but you and I had a nice discovery about the German heritage and you're trying to convince me why sauerkraut is great. It is good. You can put it on pork chops with fried noodles. That's my favorite. That'd be the next thing. I don't know oh up heavens. until B-dubs uh, starts getting into the sauerkraut business. Maybe that's the next wave. Maybe you can reinvent some Maybe new we start putting German food on the menu. You never know. Uh, Derek, the, uh, the the Vikings, as we found out yesterday, going to be without Justin Jefferson uh, with the with the hamstring. He's out. Receiver's got to... Uh, got to step up we all know that the wild season starts tomorrow night as they take on the florida panthers the wolves have already you know danced a little bit they were in abu dhabi i think uh, playing the dallas mavericks they're already kind of tiptoeing into that and they'll start soon enough um but then i saw i think i don't know if it was meat sauce or somebody tweeted out something went slipped right back in after a 9-1 loss (laughs) i love meat sauce but i think he slipped back into that woe is minnesota pro sports thought you oh, know no. Derek. that's unfortunate Won't take long. I, I, no yeah, it doesn't doesn't take long uh but you know what that's that's that is what it what it is i i know they put the a on kirill kaprizov so he's the alternate captain that that's big and 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 we're excited and and like i said it's uh you need to embrace it because uh because just think of those poor cities that don't have all four sports to be depressed about or thrilled about <laughs> and colleges you know? go along with it, right? I mean, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's it. Uh, big football game Saturday. We'll, we'll touch more on that coming up as we move towards the week. But North Dakota, North Dakota State. And, and to that point, you know, if, if you're not going to head to Grand Forks and be in the Alara Center, Catherine, my guess is it's probably going to be on one of these screens here. It will absolutely be on our TV. <laughs> Maybe that's on a few. Let's not bury screens. the lead there, yeah. <laughs> might, might have it on sound. You never might, know. Might be on a few of these screens here. You, you might have some gold and green you might even have some kelly green and white i don't know if that we'll see it but that's what that's all about it's mostly a golden green town in fargo yeah green and gold you're gonna have a little bit of that uh, in here too but 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 that too is 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 here uh buffalo wild wings the place 42nd street that's the location we're at here in south fargo we'll come back i'm gonna take about a bite and a half of this phenomenal smash burger i mean it's just laid out so nicely mm. Tater Touch, so good. Sestos from Twins Daily uh, joining us next. Come join me, Jack Michaels, Catherine, the whole gang is here. Uh, stop into Buffalo Wild Wings. The lunch special again is? Uh, Combo starting at $11. Goes until 2 p.m. So two fives and four quarters. Yeah. Look at that, Derek. Uh, broadcasting live today, Buffalo Wild Wings, 42nd Street South in Fargo. Sestos next on the Jack Michaels Show with Derek Hansen on 740 The Fan. Coming live from B-Dubs, 42nd Street South in uh, Fargo. Maury Wills taught me for all those years broadcast together how to eat and talk at the same time during a baseball broadcast. Eric, I don't see why that wouldn't work today on a live show. From just, you're just doing, yeah. we you're just getting actually, ready. Uh, walk yeah. through the great cheeseburger and the tater tots I'm having. Stop on <laughs> in today. Sesto's is one of the foremost authorities really on baseball, but specifically with Twins Daily and you know, we couldn't have a Twins in the postseason without hearing from our good friend, Seth Stowes, today. Uh, and, and Seth, I, I think on behalf, you know, Derek and I all week and last week have, have ridden a little bit, not even the roller coaster. It's more been on a trajectory moving up for the Minnesota Twins. Now we took a little step back on this on this fair ride in the postseason. Seth, where's the feeling today? Where's your heart today? Where's your head today? Where's your stomach today? Let's start there regarding the Minnesota Twins. Well, first of all, I did think you were going to 
say that I was an expert on food and eating during TV broadcasts, but um, <laughs> that would also be true. But uh, yeah. no, it's uh, it's been kind of. I mean, I think roller coasters fair. I mean, didn't know what to expect, and I'm one of the people that just hated the narrative of the over eighteen streak and not winning a series. So just to be past those, I'm thrilled. Um, I do think Houston's probably the better team. Certainly, a little deeper, very much more experienced. So I'm not feeling great about tonight with Joe Ryan on the mound, but. Uh, you know, I'm happy overall. I mean, even if they lose tonight, it's a three and three playoff uh, season, and I think we all would have taken that at the beginning of the year, or even at the beginning of the playoffs. Are you, let me let me throw one more at him, D, and I'm sure you got a little bit to throw at set today. Are you not thrilled necessarily with Joe because of Joe, or because of the Houston lineup, or if it's a combination, what's the percentage here? It's, you know, it's probably a, a good 50-50 of that. Um, I think Joe Ryan's good. I think he's got a, a future. I think uh, what will matter for him tonight is to be able to get the sweeper over, to be able to get change-ups over, because if he's 80% fastballs, um, Houston's going to get him. <laughs> I mean, you know, hopefully they don't pitch to uh, Jordan Alvarez ever again in this playoff series, but uh, I mean, he's just going to eat up whatever there. But, yeah, I mean, I think Joe Ryan's got a chance to be really good. I just, I do think it is kind of the matchup and, and the fact that they're so veteran, so good, and just don't go, they don't make a lot of mistakes in their approach at the plate or, you know, really anything. I think one of the unfortunate things about yesterday's game is they got down 4 nothing. It really looked like the, you know, the young Twins hitters were pressing after that, right? Where I think they'd maybe more, you taken more of a patient approach at the plate if they weren't kind of feeling like they're scratching and clawing to get back into it. And it, it really is a mental game when it comes down to that. It is. Um, and I do think that is where the, uh, you know, the Astros experience certainly comes into play. You know, that said, you look at the bats that, you know, Lewis and Correa took in that first inning and clearly they couldn't see the ball. And even after the game, Bregman, finally acknowledged that he couldn't see the ball. I think the big difference in the game in terms of the shadows, which I know a lot of people find as an excuse, but it's also real, is that Christian Javier used those to his advantage with getting a lot of break on his uh, uh, breaking pitches or sliders, whereas Sonny Gray, is, he, he had a couple that literally just spun up there, and if you can see that, you're going to hit it a long way. So that was the difference. I mean, it was the Abreu home runs and and uh, I guess Bregman got one, and uh, that was, and then of course the Twins' inability, even later in the game, to come up with a big hit in the clutch. They haven't done that all, all off season. Sesto's joining us today. Twins daily. Twins tonight against Houston. Uh, Jose Urquidy going tonight for the Houston Astros. That first pitch at six oh seven. We're coming to you live from Buffalo Wild Wings. 42nd Street South in Fargo, big watch party going on, so swing on by today. Get here early, get your table all locked in, and there's ample room and space. And, and, and Seth, I, I, you know, you look at this, and, and the incentive is, obviously, to win and keep your season going. The incentive is to win and hand the ball to Pablo to, uh, Friday night the, and knowing what Pablo can do. And all of a sudden, that, that feeling that you have that you just described probably feels a little bit different heading into Friday if we had you on Friday's show after going into game five. Uh, the other part of that is, and, and Derek brought this up earlier on the show, you know, I think one of the toughest things to do is is when to go to a different arm. You know, when you have to be locked in 
and understand your pitcher, which I'm sure Rocco and his staff do. But that that is the number one thing in baseball. I don't know if there's a perfect science. I think sometimes there is a roll of the dice. Now, people can make a, certainly a case, why did you bring Jose Barrios out in that Toronto sorority, Seth? But isn't that what we're talking about tonight? You know, when do you pull Joe if you have to pull Joe? If you don't, how long do you leave Joe in? You've got some arms left in the bullpen. Why'd you throw Kenta Maeda the, time, the length you did yesterday? What about Bailey Ober? Did you leave him so many? This, Seth, I think a lot of Twins fans are rolling through their head today. And then they're all fair questions. Um, you know, I think, I think we probably, and hopefully the Twins and other teams learned a lot from the Burrio situation that if a guy is dealing, if he's unhittable, leave him in there. <laughs> you know, even if the logic, all the logic in the world made sense to theoretically do what they did and go into the lefty, if a guy is dealing, you just let him keep dealing. I think Joe Ryan's in the same case. I think they are going to be on kind of a short leash, but at the same time, if he's getting outs and he's getting strikeouts, which he can do, he is very capable of doing, they're going to let him go until he can't. And then as soon as that, that, uh, time comes whenever that is whether it's the second inning third inning fifth inning sixth inning you know they do have everybody left i mean they've got chris paddock who could eat two or three innings they've got louis varland who could eat two or three innings and throw 98 uh, as opposed to maeda going up there at 92 91 um you know and trying to get outs but uh you know and then they've got jackson duran and they're full full complement of bullpen arms really are available, which is impressive after a 9-1 to loss. Were you a little surprised? And you mentioned you're right, because, you know, if game two didn't prove it, let, let Pablo go in there and pitch seven innings. That's what you got to do, and he was dealing. You wouldn't want to take him out. I was afraid they were going to pull him out too early. But on that same line, I mean, you look at it, uh, were you a little surprised last night that they burned Ober? I mean, I agreed with, you know, some of the announcers on the radio and a little bit of the TV broadcast, too, said, boy, just let Maeda finish it out. He's a starter. He's used to that. And then keep Bailey Ober if you need him. Let's say Joe Ryan blows up early in the first two innings. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. And yet, um, you know, like I said, they've got Paddock. They've got Barlin. They've got uh, a lot of guys that can eat multiple innings if necessary. Um, you know, I don't think Ober was probably an option to go in game four. Um, game three, that might have been his work day. Um you know, he's certainly not going to ideally pitch in game five. So I think you just use him, and he didn't throw very many pitches either. So the idea, maybe Maeda can come back in game five if necessary. But, I mean, again, like you said, I think uh, I think you look at what uh, – so Verlander in game one went six innings, and then the Twins scored four and made it a ball game in the seventh. I think the Twins looked at that, and that's why I think Lopez – went seven innings instead of just six innings. It was like that one more inning makes a big deal. So you're going to let them go as long as they can when you've got a guy like that. Seth Stowe's joining us today, Twins Daily. We'll let uh, Seth uh, get going here in a second. Good insight today from Seth. Jack Michaels show coming to you live from Buffalo Wild Wings and 42nd Street. And Boy, Seth, if I can fax you one of these double cheeseburgers, these smashed hand smashed burgers i i mean Catherine, we haven't invented that yet we couldn't get this through a cell phone to, to seth could we Catherine? no we, we could maybe we, ship it off we, <laughs> ship it off. i don't know how good it'd be by the time we got to but <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fantastic seth uh, the other part is this i get it's the postseason and i don't care what league you're in whether you're american association or american league 
uh, in, in a playoff. Some guys are not going to hit. Some guys are just going to have offers, and and you might have two games, three games, four games, Seth. And I and I know that 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 Kirilov, we haven't seen that yet. Of course, during the the season, and certainly late, we were watching him go opposite field like a like a wiffle ball game for goodness sake, Seth. And you know, guys like Matt Walner who had had swung the bat pretty well too. Uh, and the the problem, and you mentioned it, Seth. For Houston, it just seems like a barrage on every other batter. Every batter is going to compete and barrel a baseball. And for the Twins right now, it hasn't been that, Seth, right? It really hasn't. But at the same time, you look at if you look back, and I think all of us are old enough to remember 87 and 91. If you look back, especially at 91, at Kirby Puckett's numbers uh, in games one through four or one through five of that World Series, he was not hitting at all. Well, you keep playing them, and and good players are eventually going to hit. You know, guys go through slumps, and you just really don't want them to happen in the playoffs, but they're going to, um, good or bad. You know, so I think you just got to stick with your guys that got you there and and believe in that and, you know, be willing to use your bench as you do. And, you know, I certainly think Baldelli uses his whole roster as well as anybody in the league. So, um, yeah, you just just go with it, but you know it's it's a uh, it's hard it's hard because in the regular season you'd think nothing of a a two game over you know over right. nine with six strikeouts you just keep throwing the guy out there in the playoffs everything's magnified so much and and that's a good thing and it's also the hard thing about watching the playoffs at least for someone like me who who likes to look at the bigger picture sometimes. Also, spicy Seth- garlic is really good. <laughs> did you get that? You're looking for a Isn't that what Derek said? Yeah, I, Isn't that was Derek? I like you like Chipotle barbecue. Oh, but I do like spicy garlic. If I want a little kick, that's who you. I'll get a, I'll get a, the chicken breast sandwich, and that's my sauce. The layer, oh, layer yeah. on there. Oh, the saucy chicken. I mean, sandwich. you can go with that's the sweet good. chili too, because that's pretty good. But um, yeah, if you're going for a kick, I like the spicy garlic. If you're going for something a little more neutral, I like teriyaki. I, uh, Catherine, maybe, I think you just found two more new spokesmen for Right, I Buffalo. think we're going to have to sign them on to a contract <laughs> I here. I think Seth, Seth Stowe's, hi, I'm Seth Stowe's from Twins Daily. When I'm at Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings, I enjoy, yes. hi, I'm Derek Hansen. Uh, uh, Seth. We have a commercial talk- where, where suddenly <laughs> we're, they, uh, they do what, what's necessary, you know, like those old commercials where you push a button and you go to overtime in an NFL game. Yeah. Let's get to a game hey, five. Those commercials are classic. Those are they, they are class. They are class. Seth, you said you're. I know you're a big picture guy, and that's what's another reason. And before we let you go, you know the big picture for the Twins. Oftentimes, obviously, you're paying attention to the to the big league club and the big league roster. But for years, you've really you've really blazed the trail on communicating with, following, having a relationship with, sitting down, chatting to. The minor league guys, the guys in the Twins minor league system, and I'm sure for you personally, it makes you feel good when these guys get called up and they start producing at the major league level. Then they go on and have MLB careers, and and you know if you're Sestos, I my guess is that that makes you feel good. So from a big picture, whether the season ends tonight, Friday night, after the American League Championship Series, after a World Series, whatever that case may be, and we start moving towards post 23. Into 24, when you look at that minor league system, when you look at the existing players and those that decisions have to be made on whether you extend contracts or add new ones and all that kind of stuff, where do you sit? Where does your head, stomach, and heart sit? I actually have to start with on this game. 
Where does it sit in that regard, Seth? Yeah, no, I mean, I feel really good about where the Twins are right now. Again, we got the monkey off their, the back of that streak that everyone liked to talk about. But uh, at the same time, this is a good team. There's veterans. There's pitching depth, which is something Twins fans are not used to seeing on their home, on our favorite team. Pablo Lopez, Carlos Correa, they're signed long-term. And you've got this group of Edward Julian, Matt Walner, Royce Lewis, Joe Ryan, Bailey Ober, who came up this year and over the last couple of years and have, and have shown that they can play. You'd like to see that continue. And they have a lot more prospects through the system too, both pitchers and position players. So to me, you're in a good situation where you've got this, you know, streak over. Now you go into the playoffs, hopefully the next few years, which of course isn't a given, but, um, you know, you've really got some depth, and that's uh, that's a big deal. It'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, as far as Sonny Gray, Kenta Maeda this offseason. Um, but we'll see. I mean, and that's that's every offseason, every team. But I'm, I'm excited about where they are and the depth that they have in the system. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some Oriole fans today that are sitting at their Buffalo Wild Wings having crab cakes. Maybe they have crab cakes in Baltimore. I don't know, Catherine, if they have those at the Buffalo. That, that were pretty thrilled about you know, where they've come from said, you know, because they were, they were almost to the point of being apathetic, you know, like, poor, woe is Baltimore. Oh, my goodness, there's such a proud Oriole content. And then all of a sudden, maybe they didn't know they weren't household names to a lot of people, and now they've started to put wins, and then they have a tremendous year. And what happens? They lose in, 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 in three games to the Texas Rangers and get swept out of the playoffs. So I'm sure there's Baltimore fans today that are probably feeling low. But to your point, don't. Don't be yeah. happy the trajectory that you're on, right? Yeah, and then there's something the whole the whole just enjoy the moment thing too. Um, you know, get some buffalo chips with cheese if you've got them. You know, I mean, um, you know, it's uh, you've always got options. But no, it's been fun to follow that Baltimore team too because I mean, there's so many twins connections there. Tyler Wells and Kyle Gibson are both there, and uh, two of the nicest people you could ever meet. Derek, I'm sure you've had a chance to. Speak to at least Gibson. Colin over the Gibson's going to be a color commentator somewhere. I mean, he's just he's oh, he's, he's, he's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I mean, one of their hitting coaches is a former Twins minor league hitting coach. And but at the same time, yeah, they won a hundred and game, hundred one games this year. And then Texas, who could have been the number two seed if not for a bad final weekend in Houston passing them. Now they're the sixth seed, but they're a really good team. <laughs> you know, Corey Seager is certainly an MVP candidate. They've got a lot of talent. They've spent a lot of money, and I mean, it's the it's, again, it's the good and the bad of the playoffs. Anything can happen. So what's what's the Buffalo chips and cheese he speaks of, Catherine? What's that? He just... is talking my language of one of my favorite menu items, and you take that and you dip it with Parmesan garlic sauce. But unfortunately, the Buffalo chips and cheese got replaced by the tater tots, which are phenomenal. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> The, the tots That's look delicious, right. though, man. We literally, I, we can go back to the archive of this show, Seth, and, and I don't know if you're going to get a, a talent fee or not, but we literally, you, you probably inadvertently have just created like five commercials for Buffalo Wild Wings today, yes. right? Let's hope so. I mean, I'm good at that. Yeah, that's pretty. Or maybe you just pop in here and Catherine will sit you down and give you your, you know, free tater tot. You can come see us. Go. Maybe we can send you some sauces. Yeah, I mean, we'll, you did mention we'll some of the top three, yeah, so. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Seth, good well, stuff. Uh, tonight, Sixers. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, you can put it on your Twins Daily blog, you know, have a little right. social media influence on that. 
Uh, so, uh, so Urquidy, I guess, I guess we didn't spend too much time talking about uh, the, the Houston pitcher. I was watching some video of Urquidy earlier today, and he'll spin it up there, and obviously he's going to try to change it up a little bit and get the Twins off balance. I think for me personally, Seth, uh, take it for what it's worth. Uh, I think they pressed a little bit, got a little aggressive uh, during the daytime yesterday, and especially with runners in scoring position, and uh, it just didn't look comfortable. It looked like, you know, the, the metro area here around 450, around the Fargo, everybody's got their foot on the gas trying to go somewhere, and they're, and they're striking out. You know what I mean? So I, I, hopefully the, the at-bats are, are more competitive and patient. I guess I'll put it that way, Seth, right? Yeah, and, and again, I mean, it's the fact a lot of these guys haven't been there before, but they are getting this opportunity, and hopefully that matters down the line. But you'd like to see the veterans, the Correas, Kepler, Polanco, maybe take uh, take a different look and kind of set the tone for the younger guys today. And, and uh, again, the, all the normal stuff, get it, get ahead, you know, throw strikes, all that kind of stuff. Don't hurt yourself with errors. You know, all that matters, too. And you can... Find that game right here at the watch party going on at Buffalo Wild Wings, 40 seconds reach south of Fargo. Seth, if people want to read more, hear more, see more of what you and the crew do at, at Twins Daily, what's the best way to find you, brother? Yeah, I'd say either, uh, you know, on the the website formerly known as Twitter or uh, at Twins Daily, at Seth Tweets, uh, but twinsdaily.com has, I mean, I'm doing a lot of the editing and, and scheduling and we're getting six, seven different articles a day, you know, and talking about all kinds of topics. So if you're a Twins fan, I think you'll enjoy it. Great stuff. Seth, thanks for taking time. I'm glad we could make you hungry without even physically. I'm sorry you couldn't physically have what we're having, but next time. Right, Seth? That, that's a guarantee. I mean, next I can, time. I can smell it through my phone, that spicy garlic sauce, <laughs> yeah. chicken I'll send you a smexed. Burgers. Is there such yeah. a thing? We'll send in some yeah, we'll figure that out too. We'll, we'll do that. Thanks, Seth. We'll talk to you soon. But you uh, bet. appreciate Have it. Have a great Seth. day. Yep. Anytime. The great Seth toes, and uh, you know it's great with Seth. You know, Seth. Uh, I mean, I guess Derek, you and I have been doing shows for the better part of I don't want to age us three decades, maybe coming up on two to three. Anyway, well, and, uh, we'll put it this way: this is the year of the 25th anniversary of the 1501 season for the Vikings. So, Ooh. yeah. So that is God, that was ninety eight. Yeah, that was the first big full year that you you and I worked together, Red Ox, and kind of started this station more or less in ninety seven. But we yeah. started in spring of ninety six, and then then I took oh, a little my. hiatus, not by my choice, and then yeah. I came back about uh, eleven months later. So ninety eight was a heck of a year. The yeah. Red Hawks had one of the greatest seasons in the history of independent baseball. That team, a seventy win independent league team. I happen to have twin daughters born that year pretty good year not a bad year not bad you know yeah so that makes sense on that and then the vikings did what they did and and uh and sesto started getting pulled by everybody in talk show where do you go hey this guy knows the twins and, and seth has been been doing talk shows he's like the number one hey someone should call seth and have him talk twins so we like when seth does that and takes time out you know the in, start in of 90 that. sorry i didn't interrupt really but the, no, go ahead. The start of '98. Remember, there was kind of everyone thought with the Vikings going 50 and one, looked like they're the best team in football. They they thought it was the start of the redemption year because Dale Earnhardt uh, Senior won his first Daytona 500. Right? I mean, he won like every race you could imagine, but that was the That's one right. that always got away. So he got that. John Elway that January finally got his first World Championship after three losses and you know the the four Super Bowl losses for that franchise and 
was so close many times, and then the pinwheeled his way into a Super Bowl championship. And so we're thinking, hey, maybe this is just the re- you know all these heartbreaking things that it's all going to be rectified here. Nope. And then 1999 <laughs> came. <laughs> And now we go back into that. What was? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. We now that you brought '98 up, that was, that was a not a bad year, Catherine. No. That wasn't a bad year. No, that sounds like a great year yeah, for you guys. A good year. Catherine's a little bit younger, Derek. So when we reference that, well, I'm going to make you feel a little bit older tonight. Maybe not because this is. We forgot the question for the text club today, Derek. And and those of you that tune into the show know that that we'll throw out a question for the text club at three five two seven zero. Oftentimes it sometimes it does do a sport, sometimes it doesn't. Today is the latter. Uh, before we go to break, I'll pitch it, and it might be a very argumentative question, and it spans generations. <clears throat> the history today, today is the history, 1975, that Saturday Night Live was broadcast for the first time. So SNL was broadcast live for the first time, whether you're a Saturday Night Live fan or not, uh, for the first time in 1975. Here's my question. Your Mount Rushmore, meaning your top four cast members in the history of SNL oh my Saturday heavens. Live. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank Man, you. It's kind of like your loaded chips and not, whatever. <laughs> Derek, I mean, is there a no-brainer though, right out of the gate, or not? Are we even not even a no-brainer on this? I gotta Catherine? take. I gotta take the break on this. Oh, this is okay. gonna be tough. One. <laughs> take it. I knew it was a loaded question. Oh man! Uh, that's our three five two seven zero. Your Mount Rushmore in honor of the the, the debut of SNL on this date, nineteen seventy five was forty eight years ago. Yeah, that's before I was born. I so. know. <laughs> uh, quick timeout. We'll come back. We're broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings, Forty Second Street South in Fargo. It's getting ready for a big watch party here for Twins and Astros tonight, six oh seven. But get here, happy hour three to six. We'll tell you more after this on seven forty. The fan. Oh, he's doing. Oh, look at this. See how smart Derek is. You hear that bump? I do hear that. Derek, you know, we went into break as in honor of the, the debut of SNL on this day, 1975. So now I've caused a, a minor stir inside Buffalo Wild Wings. And I didn't realize this, but Catherine just said, you use a, an SNL character for the... We do. So in August, Buffalo Wild Wings came out with a new character called Hank for B-dubs, and it is voiced by Beck Bennett from SNL. Look at that, Derek. See oh, wow. how we just tied that together? Yeah, I don't. I'm, um, I'm not going to put him on the Mount Rushmore yet, but that's that's a good poll. I like that. That's good. Um, there's a there's a young lady to my right. Angela says uh, uh, Will Ferrell is yeah. a lock. I have him I'm, on my list. You know, I'm still trying to decide here, but I, it's hard for me not to rule him out for the since the turn of the century, right? Because there's different eras. That's what makes this so hard. It's why it's tough. It's like you're trying to compare Joe Montana and Dan Marino, you know, or not Tom Dan Brady Marino, and yeah, I mean Tom yeah. Brady and yep. Patrick Mahomes. Right, that's a great I, analogy. I think, yep. Yeah, right. I, I think Farrell. I think Eddie Murphy played a lot of characters. Well, he saved the show in the 1980s. Let's see, you know, he and Billy right. Crystal, uh, you know, single-handedly saved the show in the 80s. Safe to say. I mean, Joe Piscopo. They had a few guys, but man. Oh, Joe Pitt. But but Eddie Murphy Ackroyd? saved him. I mean, is that I mean Dan Jay, Aykroyd's up there. You got to put him. on You the know list. what I throw up there though, gang. And I'm glad this is why you called everybody. But you know, 
Jane Curtin and Gilda Radner, and then the, the, who's the the uh, not Catherine um, recent one? She was in Bridesmaids. Oh, she has a podcast too. Yeah, you know, phenomenal. You know who I'm getting after? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why am I going I blank on that too. all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, I'm just totally just. Um, I was going to say Katarina Vitt. I interviewed her once, sports tennis star. Well, what's hard to do it. I think what's hard to do in this is if we go into the biggest stars after Saturday Night Live, and I think that's what we get caught up in, right? Because we're we don't think of their time in Saturday Night Live. We think about what they did after. So Bill Murray, right? right, That's hard to keep him out. John Belushi was a short run, but he had so many characters. It's hard. John Belushi's got to be etched in George Washington for me. That's just for me, anyway. Oh, my gosh. There it is. Derek's got and, – and, by the way, let's clarify it on the text at 35270 yeah. to honor the first – Derek's right. I'm not talking about what they went on and made in movies. I'm talking about while on SNL, you're Mount Rushmore. While what their, their work done, how be it short or long, that's what that's what the judging is on right here. John Belushi is a, a, a top four. Got to be. Okay, man. Farrell, I the, think, is still there. The t- you have to put Farrell up there. The Jeopardy skits I- <laughs> are next to none. Well, that's just it. It's so hard. Your mother, Alex. Okay, so anyway. text message club is blowing up here. Oh, you're thinking of okay. Kristen Wiig in that thank you text Kristen- Yes, that, that's who it is. Not Katarina Vitt. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Katarina was close. Scared. Let's start with a cake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ball. Someone has uh, Adam Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley. It's only three. And Farley's going to be a tough one to keep off there. For Farley. Farley. Uh, Gilda Farley. Rad- Bad guy in a little coat. Right. Uh, Gilda Radner, Gilda Radner, Jane Curtin, Tina Fey, Garrett Morrison. I like those votes. Tina, Tina Fey. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. See, it is an impossible. I'm glad I asked the question now. I hope we can argue for seven weeks on this question today. Well, and that person added Steve Martin, and Steve Martin's hard too because uh, you know King Tut, all those things that he did. That you know, there's so many things. But then there's Dan Aykroyd with Bassomatic, and oh. But, Derek, you ready for my wrench to be thrown in? And then we'll give. I'll throw you another wrench. And, and, and unfortunately, a tragic death. Uh, I'm a. I was a huge Phil Hartman fan. Yeah, no, absolutely huge Phil Hartman fan. Well, you think about unfrozen caveman lawyer, and, and you know, I think then he did Frankenstein. <laughs> I mean, he You're had right. a lot of great characters. It's hard to <laughs> deny that. But you know, you think about. It's hard to keep Will Ferrell off for. I mean, anytime you hear Blue Oyster Cult, right? I mean, anytime they, I mean, you hear a cowbell, anytime yeah, we're I mean, like playing South right. Dakota State with all those cowbells exactly. in Brooklyn. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's so he was so ingrained in you know after nine eleven when he wore the the red, white, and blue mm. you know bikini, you know, speedos essentially because hey, we got to show our patriotism. And who was the? And he lightened the up the whole world then. You know, who was the cheerleader with Farrell? The Sherry O'Terry. Was it Molly Shannon no. or Sherry O'Terry? I can't remember. They did. Molly Shannon's another great call, too. Yeah, she was good. Very underrated. Yeah. So we're talking top four, and only the body of work you're judging on is the uh, is the uh, is when they were in SNL. Oh my god. Belushi's a lock. Yeah. We have Belushi. Farley's Mur- a lock. Yeah. We have Mur- okay. uh, Belushi, Murphy, Farley, Ackroyd. I'm not going to argue. I mean, that's just hard. To, uh, that's a good. I'm glad did- that. Yeah. Utilize that text club. Somebody and make a case. By the way, if you have to. Here's a 90s guy, Spade, Sandler, Farley, Meadows. Tim Meadows was oh. for a long time. Yeah. Eddie who's Mer- the, the, the most, who's the guy that's been almost a longstanding now? Tracy. Um, well, Keenan Thompson's accident. been on since, you Kenan know. Keenan Thompson. Think, the Clinton administration, so, yeah. Yeah. By the way, back to my guy, 
um, uh, 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 did Clinton yeah. impersonation. Yeah, for sure. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman did a great Bill Clinton, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, hard. But Carby did a perfect, like, Perot and Bush. You got to vote for Daryl Hammond. I'm still glad I asked the question. I would be. Like I said, it's a loaded question. I'm willing to take in your top four. Maybe we can extend that to the watch party today before the Twins game if you need your brain fried a little bit uh, on that. Uh, Derek, it's busy. It's Wednesday. I was in Castleton last night, as you were too, Derek. You were in in the studio. We had volleyball going on. Now, tonight, Wednesday, so Twins baseball tonight. Tomorrow, we'll be in East Grand Forks. DGF and EGF. Now, Derek, about that game, and, you know, two well-coached teams yes. in the state of Minnesota. Uh, I see Ryan Kosowski on a weekly basis because he does color commentary on the TV side for football, uh, and he's a coach of EGF. But someone told me that uh, that if not running time, this would be, even on the row, DGF is so good that they're probably favored in this one, Derek? Yeah, I, I think they're favored in this section for sure, yep. Okay, so that's tomorrow night. So EGF's at home. Yeah, and then you, Friday night, Derek, football and hopefully Twins baseball. Well, it's, it's Catherine. Yeah, well, it's tentative. I mean, we. So if the Twins win tonight, we have to do some jockeying around, right? So that's so I'll oh, just put it that right. way. So that's going to depend upon how the Twins game, and then we'll start promoting Friday night. So I feel like I'm putting a jigsaw puzzle together blindfolded. Is what kind of happens during this time? Yeah, of I know for our scheduling, it's kind of. Oh, <laughs> now my now my personal text club is blowing up. Oh yeah. A uh, big shout out to the folks in Jamestown tuning in today. Says Celebrity Jeopardy favorite skit. It's, yeah, that's, that's why it's going to be hard to keep Will Ferrell off, right? Because he just did so much, you know. And yeah, it, it, that's a tough one. It's hard for me to keep Belushi off, but then that whole '70s crowd, right? I mean, because you know, Belushi and Ackroyd were attached to the hip, but you know, Belushi it, with cheeseburger, that, cheeseburger. I mean, these right. things that were just you know in our I mean, still in pop culture today from the '70s. Belushi was first it, and foremost, I think. It's like uh, Dennis Miller on, like, third-team honorable mention here, like the weekend updates. I'm glad you brought him up, I thought, because I think through the 90s he was very essential into mixing that pop culture and politics. And, of course, a lot of people don't want to say because, you know, whatever you stand politically, he's certainly gone more right, and so he kind of is ostracized out of the more mainstream. But, no, but he's on Monday Night Football, and that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But, no, to your point, he was huge. Oh, good luck to Minnesota tonight. I uh, I hope it. Catherine, let's revisit, uh, like we've been talking about here at B-Dubs, and uh, people obviously, by the way, the word's out, I think, on the lunch special. That's good, though. It is a great deal. <laughs> $11 combos for wings, of salad, those combos, burger. Of those combos, Air B-Dubs, I, I like to watch what other people order, too. Sometimes, if I could, I'd rather go to another table like, oh, I like that, too. Can I have yours? But that's frowned upon in restaurants and, <laughs> and all that, too. But what has been, what have you seen today? What have been people's kind of order? I mean, you know, we don't want to. Honestly, the number one order that I've seen is the wings. But yeah. we got the all-you-can-eat wings for fourteen ninety-nine, bonus or traditional. And uh, we, we, the unofficial record, Derek, uh, she said, was 60. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm on a portion diet and I have been for a while and lost forty pounds. So, I, all you can look eat great. Stuff, but I need I just need six traditional chipotle barbecue. That's all I ever need. So, that's, and then I just, so Derek, are you an all flat or drums or both? Yeah, I'm not too picky with it. No, 
And once well, in a while, I am. Yeah, you'd go drums, right? I'd go all flats. Oh, really? What, what, what? No. That sounds. I flat. like both. It is, but I feel like you get more meat with all flats. Oh. Do you really? More surface area, crispier. more surface area covered. Yeah. Huh. And then sometimes I'm just in the mood for boneless. Like if I do spicy garlic, I want like if I, I like dry rub on traditional. Then if it's it's more of a, you know, splat on you know the, the spicy garlic, then I want boneless. Is that weird or? No, that's not weird. A lot of people have their go-to sauce for boneless and their go-to sauce mm-hmm. or seasoning for the wings. There you go. So I'm not too abnormal, Jack, for once. No. no You're that... normal, I would say. <laughs> B-Dub's a place. Uh, we'll have the rest of the crew are coming out here today. Uh, happy hour, 3 to 6. Well, you're, you're so big. You guys have two different happy hours, 3 to 6 and 9 to close. Got the all-you-can-eat wings. Of course, you got the specials going on. So come on out. We specifically, the 42nd Street uh, South Buffalo Wild Wings. And, Derek, I know we went to break, and we didn't even get a chance. All my notes, I've got a stack of notes here. And I heard you say this this morning that uh, Mary Lou Retton is fighting for her life. Yeah, some type of infection. The poor thing doesn't have health insurance. Man, my big sixth grade high school crush, 1984. Crush, right? Man, uh, yeah, this is when, uh, yeah, my parents knew that, uh, okay, we, well, I don't know what we do with this kid. But, yeah, I was obsessed with her when I was in sixth grade. And she was oh. just the, the sweetheart of the world during the 1984 Olympics in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, that made you normal. I, I think when the Wheaties box came yeah. out, I, I, I think said, nobody eat it because I don't want to throw the box away. Mm-hmm. Let's just just keep it. Yeah. So yeah, that's a yeah, all American for life girl. In Texas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very rare form of pneumonia and is not able to breathe on her own. Oh my heavens! She's fifty-five years old now and has been intensive care for a week. Oh man, that's oh, awful. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, that's that's tough news today on that. So a lot of different stuff today on the uh, program. Our thanks to Sestos uh, joining us. Uh, today uh, later on today you're going to be hearing uh, even you know we're all big big stations kfg will be here broadcasting live so tune in for that doors are open and you've got such you have more space can have you like open up another ballroom here we've expanded our dining seating yeah. I mean, yeah. we've got to serve all Fargo Moorhead for the sports, so come on in. And then Ditch you get work the, early. And the video stuff, those are like electronic. Uh, it's E-Tabs. E-Tabs, pulling on. Got those spacious uh, television screens. Uh, this is your place. Uh, Twins baseball uh, coverage begins at 5 o'clock on 790 KFGO. First pitch at 6.07, but obviously here at B-Dubs, you can come out, be part of the watch party. And uh, we've got prizes there, including some Twins tickets and, you know, that that. Could be for next season, could be for a championship series, but you got to be present to win, obviously. So stop on by and, and we'll give that away. Thanks for having us out, Catherine. Thanks for joining us. It's been great. That burger's silly. The burger is good. That the wings is. are great. The beer is great cold. So. And it's all good. Oh, it's all man. good. Come on out this afternoon next, and enjoy it. Next time I see you, I want all four of your Saturday Live characters. <laughs> Call your husband. He'll, he'll have them. Stick oh. around. Common Man is coming up next right here at 740 The Fed.